0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is the Strangers with Angles podcast. This is the very first one, episode one, Strangers with Angles SWA. I'm here with my friend...
1: Brittany
0: Hello. Or Brittany I'm Brittany okay how you doing <laughs> great to have you on Thanks here Thanks
1: for having me I'm excited oh yeah
0: I'm excited too you know this is my very first time and um you know I've been watching your videos I've been checking you out and I was like thinking like who can I have as my first guest and I was like no better person than you <laughs> that's so, cool I brought cool you, you here me. you know to come in chop it up with me a little bit um so let me talk a little bit about myself my name is Cowboy I'm originally from Detroit I am a rapper And uh, since I came out to L.A., I've gotten a passion for acting and screenwriting as well. And uh, I thought that I needed a different platform to let out my thoughts, chop it up with other people who might be in the same boat. And uh, that's where I came up with Strangers with Angles because it's like everyone has an angle. What's yours? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Um, So tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from and, you know.
1: Okay, so... I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and it's really funny because every time I tell anyone out here in L.A. that I'm from Indiana, they're like, oh, from Gary, and I'm like, "Right,
2: Because no. they think of MJ, yeah. right, right,
1: right. I'm like, is that the only city, the Indianapolis Colts, like, um, and so I'm 27, yeah, that's right. I'm, try- I'm trying to like not be mad that i'm 27 <laughs> now um you
0: know i had no idea we were the same age really? I, thought, I thought you were like 25 or something
1: no but, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. yeah okay yeah i'm 27. So 27 okay uh i can't just be like oh and i do this is that and the other because there's so much to me but yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically what i want to know is um i mean we all like have a la story because you yeah. know i'm from detroit and you're from indianapolis and it's like we didn't just get up, you know, and get here. There has to be, like, some sort of motivation. Like, something brought you to L.A. You know what I mean? Like, something inside of you, like, tells you, hey, you need to be out in L.A. Because it's like, we could be in NYC, but we chose LA. So so what I want to know is, like, what brought you out to L.A.?
1: Um, A lot of different reasons, Mm -hmm. actually. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So first reason, my father's family is out in Oakland. Um, And I visited California a few times And I really liked it And so I was like, I kind of like that place I might want to move there when I'm older And then The second reason Being I just started Not feeling like Indiana was the place for me I was feeling different I felt like I can't really be myself I kind of felt like people thought I was weird A little different And I was okay, but like I feel like I wanted more um, and to experience more. And then I was actually thinking about moving to New York with a boyfriend that Mm. I had.
2: Mm.
1: But what ended up happening, crazy story, I had been praying, like asking God, you know, I want to move somewhere. Where is it going to be? Am I going to go to New York with this guy that I've been dating? Or am I going to go to L.A.? Like, what am I going to do? And so I was out in New York and I was visiting him. And we ended up getting into an argument really late at night. And I ended up leaving really late at night, like cutting my trip short. And I got back to Indianapolis and there was this church service that I really wanted to go to that I was going to miss out on being in New York. And so since I was there, I was like, oh my gosh, now I get to go see this church sermon. Mm -hmm. And it was Tasha Smith. And she was talking about, like, her life and everything that happened. And in that sermon, she just, like, God just answered my questions. Like, it's going to be L.A. You need to go to L.A. And so I just felt like that's what it was. And so that's how it came about. And plus, I was kind of, like, running from a bunch of problems and stuff. So, but it was all part of God's plan. <laughs> as, so, as,
0: as, as everything is, you know, yeah. everything is in life, and uh, especially when it comes to LA, like if you grow up in the Midwest or just not even the Midwest in like a familiar environment, mm-hmm. after a while, like everything starts to become mundane, and you're yeah. like, oh dang, I need a change. Like yeah. you know, like you're you're living and you're walking around, you're sitting, you're like looking at things, you're with your family and you feel at home, and you're comfortable and you're in that comfort zone. But you need to shake yourself up. A yeah, bit. yeah. So I mean, I kind of had a similar experience. I mean, um, what happened is like I was in Detroit. Like I went back to Detroit after school, and I was there working, you know, in the automotive industry because yeah, you know, Detroit. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the goal. It's like everybody like, okay, so you get a job with a nice automotive company, you know, you get good benefits, and you do this, yeah. And then I like I was trying to do like a master's program, and I was like, okay. Let me do this. And I was doing it, but I just wasn't focused because, honestly, I was thinking, like, about L.A. Like, there would be some times I would be driving around Detroit, and I'd be like, man, like, I should be in L.A. Like, I could just, like, envision myself there. So what happened is, like, one day I uh, went to a Starbucks. There's an area in Detroit called Royal Oak. It's, like, a a suburb of uh, Detroit. And I went and I got a piece of paper and a notebook. And I wrote down, like, maybe, like, five things that I wanted to do, like, within the next year or the next six months to a year. And then I, uh, one of the things was, okay, I want to get my MBA from a school in California, mm-hmm. okay? And I was like, I want to move to L.A. as soon as possible. I don't know how I'm going to do it or, you know, w- what it's going to take, but I just I wrote it down. So, like, it's crazy because when you write stuff down, it's like it starts to manifest. Yeah. So I wrote it down and then, like, I applied to a program. And uh, I got accepted to the program out here, like a part-time program. And then luckily I had my buddy Fong that lived yeah. out here. And so I crashed on his couch for a while and the rest is history. Yeah. I, I came out here, found a job after three months and and that's what happened. Okay. So sometimes like you just got to like listen to that voice in you. Yeah. Or But what people say, like a lot of people say writing down goals helps. And I think it's true yeah. because when you write it down, it's like you start to mold yourself. Yeah. Like, okay, I need to do this. Boom, 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 boom.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, how was it transitioning to LA? It's difficult, right? Because it's yeah,
1: <laughs> I moved here with a family friend. I had like probably just a thousand dollars, which was gone after we got the apartment. Um, and because I, LA is expensive. Yeah. LA is
0: very expensive. <laughs> I
1: I was working at Hooters in Indianapolis, and I just transferred to the one in Burbank. So I had a job. But when I moved here, my roommate went back to Indy for, like, a month and a half. Like, I was literally alone. Like, we didn't have any furniture or anything. (laughs) Like, no internet. um, No nothing. And I was just—I didn't have a car. I was figuring out everything on my own, just making $20 a week, last on groceries, like— I was like, I do this. I grew up poor. I know how to do this. Yeah.
0: Now, (laughs) now was there ever, like, okay, there's always that negative voice in you. And I admit, when I first moved here, I came here with $200, by the way. Oh! $200, like, yeah.
1: I thought I was tripping. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I came here with $200. (laughs) I'm not, like, trying to one-up you're like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, You know what I'm saying? I was was hustling. (laughs) No, but I came with $200, and there was a time I was like, damn, bro, like— it's, it's, should you go back home like you know there's a voice inside of you Yeah. Like, oh you should quit you should quit you yeah, should just turn definitely. around and go back to mom and dad but something was like no you know yeah. I was like I'll stay and wait it out and then I got that job
1: yeah know? that's good yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely difficult cuz you're alone and you're figuring out this new place and you're like, okay. Yeah. So okay, like okay, now it's me and you. Me, so what are we going to do? And then you right. start getting to know yourself better and everything, so. Now
0: talking yeah. about getting to know yourself, um I've been checking out, you know, your Instagram and I've been following you and I see that you started a movement, uh blackgirllovingherself.com. Yeah. Let's get a little bit into okay. like self-acceptance and like how like Being here all alone got you into that.
1: Okay. Um, Well, actually, Black Girl Loving Herself started out as La Vida Britney. It was my YouTube channel. And I just wanted, like, a lifestyle channel. I don't know. I wanted to start doing videos. I I wanted to put myself out there in some type of way. But then I also started, like, going on a journey of, like, learning to love myself. Um, Because when I was younger, I was really insecure and... um, I went through a lot of things, made a lot of decisions that made me hate myself, mm-hmm. and so.
0: I, I remember you said, like in a video, that you were like in a really dark place. And yeah. You just you kind of wanted to get rid of like your your Brittany name.
1: Yeah. And when you yeah. Came
0: here you, you would have people refer to you as Andrea. Yeah.
1: Like so I, you know, struggle with an eating disorder. Uh, I've been pregnant twice, and I've. Uh, been in and out of, like, depression and stuff like that, and just having, like, not being proud of those decisions that I made made me want to run away from Indy. And so then when I came out here, I was like, I'm so done with Britney. I don't like this girl. I don't want to be her. She's stupid. She's not gonna make anything happen, so I'm going to go by Andrea. My plan was plan Andrea. Andrea is going to fix everything that Brittany did. Andrea's going to, you know, create the life that Brittany wanted to have. Or I don't know, she was just going to fix everything. Mm-hmm. But being alone made me realize that no, that's not about to happen. <laughs> like, you're Brittany. Every time you look in the mirror, it's Brittany. You can't do this uh, plan Andrea thing, but one thing I did realize was that Brittany was Andrea, too you know like Britney could do what Andrea was trying to do so I still kind of like going by Britney and Andrea Cause I feel like there are two girls of mm. me that mix together and make this one whole person entity. two, two yeah. versions of yourself that <laughs> yeah make one whole person yeah
0: okay okay yeah I mean I can see that I mean I think a lot of people like suffer with self-acceptance like when I yeah. first came out to LA I was like dang that's kind of what like <clears throat> inspired me to get, like, on a weight loss journey because I was like, dang, I went to Venice yeah. Beach. I saw them dudes play with their shirts on. I'm like, yeah. damn, you know, it's like I got to start eating better. Yeah. I got to start training. And yeah. that's when I got into, like, you know, fitness and, and, and dieting and things like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, does that to you. Yeah, it
0: does it to you. It's like a vortex, you know, yeah. it's like a fitness vortex. And yeah. now, like... I've been eating vegan. Like, yeah, like, you know, I'm on the like, road
1: to that too. Exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? So
0: that's that's what California would do to you. Um, and yeah, I mean, I really, I like the website and I like the idea of black girl loving herself. I mean, I think it's important, you know, for a lot of sisters out there. I mean, not just sisters, but women in general. I feel like yeah. they can connect with that. Even men, you know, like True. self-acceptance, like is important, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I like, my goal was to target Black girls just because we've been the bottom. You know, people don't think that black women are attractive. Like, you know, there's they teach us to hate ourselves as black girls. And I was just like, in order for us to make any type of change revolution-wise, you know, society-wise, it's going to have to start with ourselves because... This is probably like going off topic. <laughs> I'm sounding like my dad. Oh, no, but, nothing's
0: off topic here at SWA you know, Podcast. We
1: <laughs> have hurt, like black people are hurt and it started from slavery and it's just carried over in generations and generations. Exactly. And so what needs to happen is that people individually need to heal themselves to heal everything that is broken, I guess. And that's just where I'm at. Like, Audre Lorde, revolution begins in the self. So I'm very true. fixing myself first and then trying to, you know, fix what I feel needs to happen in society.
0: True, true, yeah. true. And another thing is, like, especially in our community, like, I've, I actually, I'll admit, I want to try therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, in our community, I feel like, Therapy is kind of like a taboo. And they're like, oh, like, I ain't crazy. I don't need therapy for what? But I feel like if you could talk to somebody else who's like totally neutral, you know, you'll feel comfortable rather than you like going to try to talk to your mom because your mom or your dad, they look through you, look at you through like parent lenses yeah, and they're like, hey, you should do this. You should do that. I mean, I can talk to my parents, but at the same time, like they'll come with a different angle because they're your mom and your dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a
1: life coach slash Therapist, She's amazing. It was really important for me to find a black woman
2: mm, as mm,
1: my therapist. Very relatable. so she, yeah. yeah, so she can understand, um, you know, just the different things that we experience. But it's very helpful. And we are actually—she's, like, becoming a friend. So even when we were in our session, it's like, oh, girl, I did this. Like, tell your daughter about this book. You know, we're talking to each other, and it's so helpful. Oh, my gosh. And I mean, like— Uh, Can me and my boyfriend do a session? Like, you know, because it's so great. You
0: need that support system, you know what I mean? No matter who it is. But it should just be somebody that's totally neutral. I mean, you can become friends with that person. But if they don't know you from anywhere, it's much easier, you know, because... People, you can have your best friend, your best cousin, but they will yeah. still judge you from like that. Yeah. And you got to be careful because sometimes they might be like, oh, you know what Brittany doing, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs>
2: them, go yeah. back and
0: talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, self-acceptance is important. And sometimes being too hard on yourself can mm. be a problem. Yeah. And that will take me into like the next thing I want to discuss. Um, There's something I noticed that um, you had a quote from, what's his name, Robert... Uh, Robert
1: something in my self acceptance video. Yeah. Hard. I forget yeah. his name. Robert <laughs> right his name. Now, yeah, something. Me. But
0: there's something that he coined the term uh, destination addiction. Okay. And basically what destination addiction is, is like overlooking what you have right now and thinking that if you get to the next step, like it would be better. Like happiness is next door or happiness yeah. is down the street. Yeah. And I think we all struggle from that because it's like, okay. So let's say, you know, we're both creatives. Let's say, you know, we do our thing. We get the role that we've always wanted. We start, we start raking in the money. But then what? You know, yeah. then you're just like, okay, like, I've got $5 million. I've got a nice house. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then what? It's like you yeah. always want more. I mean, it's important to have that as a successful person. But I think, like, destination, destination addiction can be detrimental because, like, you'll never be satisfied so I think it's it's yeah. important to stay grounded and to be, like, happy yeah. with, like, exactly yeah. what you have and learn how to be happy without all those things. Yeah. Because I hear, like, I listen to, like, a lot of successful people, like, in different interviews talk about it. And, like, I'm starting to understand it because they always say, like, people will be like, oh, you're rich. But I, I'm starting to understand it now because it's like, hmm, if you weren't happy before or if, like, you didn't have the right people around before. And yeah. it's like money is not supposed to change you. Like, you'll be the same person yeah. you were before. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or bring a bunch of problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever have you ever struggled like from the symptoms of destination addiction? I mean, I, I can I can give some examples.
1: Um. Yeah, but even right now, I'm still working on being happy with what I have and being happy in the process and learning that the process sometimes it's better than the destination because you know mm. you're watching yourself growing and you're like i'm really winning because i'm getting better exactly <laughs> like, you're getting better so, every day yeah.
0: yeah yeah it's slow but steady you know yeah. what i mean because oh, yeah. i've been going through that lately it's like i work a job and it's a good job it pays well and benefits but i'm not really happy there yeah. so i've been like i just kind of go on like different job boards and like looking for jobs with more money, like, more money, more more money. But then I I started to think to myself, like, okay, let's say I get a job that pays a lot of money. I might feel the same thing, you know what I mean? I might just feel like I'm going through the motions, Yeah. and I don't want that. So that's kind of why I've been trying to build this whole career, instead of, like, just go to the next job, Yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm kind of finding what I like to do, and that's why, like, I started this podcast, you know what I mean? I started this podcast, and I got my music, I started writing scripts, Yeah. you know? You know, so... Yeah. Some cool
1: ventures. Yeah, it's like
0: because it's like destination addiction is kind of like a parking lot, and yeah. you're just like waiting for the next thing. Yeah. Especially that happens in relationships too. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're gonna get a little bit into relationships, okay. and um, there was a a quote that I saw on your Instagram that I really liked. Oh. Um, let's see, it says, uh, "Love is medicine. Love yourself. Love others. Spread love. Be love." And love. Very good quote. (laughs) Very good quote. Would you say that, like, love now? I mean, love (laughs) is the same, of course, because the element of love is always the same. But would you say that in 2016, like, it's kind of different now because of. Social media. I think a lot, a lot, of, a lot more things and relationships are all like instant gratification now. Yeah. You that's know? how everything is. Exactly. exactly. <laughs>
1: People want popcorn. Exactly. Popcorn very Microwave. Fast. Microwave. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Very very fast because they have like. Um, online dating sites, you know, like Tinder where you swipe right and left. Yeah, that's not a dating site. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, okay, so I'll go into myself a little bit. Um, I was in a relationship for six months. Okay, I'm not in a relationship anymore. Okay, You know, we had our our issues. Destination addiction, right? (laughs) But um, I met her through Tinder. Um, You know, we both swiped right and we liked each other. We talked and we met up and I think we... We kind of went into things, like, too fast. Okay. Like, I tried not to live with the regrets, but I was like, hmm, like, everything was so fast. It's like, hey, we like each other, we connect. I don't really know much about you, but...
2: Oh, Let's jump yeah. into this. Okay. And we jumped
0: into it, and then I was like, huh, I started to see things. Of course, like you have your honeymoon phase. Yeah. But I think that if I would have t- scaled back a little bit and like got to know her as a person a little bit more, like it, things would have been better. Yeah. But, like it started
1: off more as friends, kind yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs>
0: as friends, but it was just kind of like, oh,
1: you fine? Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember, you yeah. Know, like you. Let's you jump know. on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Have you ever had any situations like, you know, like,
1: moving too fast?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like it more, like it's more slow and steady. Or...
1: Yeah, just because the dudes I mess with in, in the past, you know, I've been on like I don't know. They got too many options. Just mm. talking. No, not yet. I don't want you to be my girlfriend yet. Like,
0: oh, really? Okay, okay, so they hit you with that?
1: <laughs> yeah, things like that. So
0: you know, yeah, there's there's different things, you know, because I feel like men, like women, like. You know, they could be, like, a lot more stable, like, in relationships. But guys, like, you know, they do have options. I mean, women have options, too, but I I feel like, you know, women have more of, like, a filter, you know? Because, like, a guy—and I I think in order for, like, a guy to be, like, a good husband or, you know, to settle down and be a good husband, he has to go through what I call a player phase because, (laughs) Mm like— You know, people say you need to get it out of your yeah. st- I'm not encouraging, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sleeping with multiple yeah. women or nothing. But I'm saying it's important for a brother to go through, like, a player stage so he can know, like, okay, you know, this is what I look for in a woman. These are the qualities yeah, I look for in a woman. Yeah. You know, I mean, I look for qualities in women now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I meet him, I'm like, okay, you're fine. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. The you older know, we look- get, looks don't matter. Exactly. It, it's exactly. not about looks Exactly.
0: Because, yeah. like, you know, I've gone on some dates and, like, I met girls and then it's like, okay, she's beautiful, but, like, her conversation is absolutely yeah, terrible. she's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. I should move on, like, because this is not going to work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's like, especially with online dating, it's like, okay, oh, I see yeah. your picture, let's go out to the restaurant. And-
1: I was, I went out <laughs> on a couple dates with a guy here when I first moved and I wasn't having sex. Mm-hmm. And I told him that, and I think, like, one of the third times we went out, he got mad at me because he was, like, trying to get me to have sex. And he was like, you must be a lesbian. You must be gay because blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was about to say wow. a word. I don't know if I should say it or not. I was like. <laughs> you,
0: you, hey, say, I mean, hey. You feel, feel, talk freely. Talk freely. Like, I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it, people should be honest. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I hate. To say, I'm not saying that he's a good guy, but it's better that he was kind of honest with yeah, you. So yeah. So that way you could yeah. you could get out early, yeah, right? Because <laughs> yeah. like some guys will be like, "Oh, you're the queen of my world," you know, yeah, like lying be, to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just because you know you know what he wants. You yeah. Know I mean? But if you get a, a guy that's honest with you, yeah, then you could just say, "Hey, I'm done with him." Yeah. You know.
1: My boyfriend now we actually kind of like dated before, you mm-hmm. know, and it was like I. I wouldn't let him come upstairs right away like to my apartment and stuff like that. So I, like that. I was trying to do it like that. Try something different. <laughs> yeah. I wish but, I could yeah. wish I could have been like you. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it it happens, you know, it's just like our generation like it's all about like
1: Yeah. Lo-
0: love is tough. Like that's what it I is. realized as an adult.
1: It's you know? it's just they don't Really know what love is, but but I
0: think at the core of it, I think at the core of it, like, is respect. You know, respecting people, like yeah. that's what it should be about. As long as it's based off respect and you don't disrespect each other, I mean, there will be times where you are clash, but if you keep uh, a respect for the person, you know, everything could work out. Yeah, you know? things could go yeah. smooth. Of
1: course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> respect <laughs> always. Yeah,
0: you got that smirk on <laughs> <in> your face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Smirk. I, don't I, smirk. Don't I, people, I don't have a smirk. I don't know. I promise people I don't have a
0: smirk. you holding some stories back?
1: I mean, I got, free.
0: oh my gosh, I got lots of stories.
1: <laughs> I literally have stories for days. Really my is. life is a great movie. I was talking to my. What's,
0: what's one of the worst dating experiences in your past?
1: The when worst dating here. experience?
0: Yeah. Or like, you know, just a casual <laughs> date or a relationship oh. experience, you know?
1: Okay, I have something horrible. Okay. Okay, so this, I think I was like a freshman in college freshman or sophomore, I went back home, and you know, Sunday night, we all went to the rink, skating rink, Sunday night, just hanging out, and I ended up seeing this guy there that I always thought was cute, and he was like, hey, do you want to hang out tomorrow? Like, go get a movie, go get some food, watch a movie, and I was like, yeah, that's cool, and so the next day, he calls me, and he's like, hey, uh, my car is, like, messed up, is it okay if you drive tonight, and so I was like, hold on. So I text my friend, my sister, and my mom and my aunt, and I was like, "He said his car was like messed up. It's okay if I drive. Mm. Should I do it, y'all?" <laughs> <laughs> like, mama, yeah. I don't so know
0: they're about like, this "Yeah, brother. it's cool.
1: They, yeah, it's cool. You know, his car's gonna fix." So I said, "Okay, yeah, I'll drive." And so I was gonna go pick him up from his house. He was like, "Oh, I'm actually at this gas station. Could you pick me up from this gas station?" And I was like, "Okay." So I go to pick him up from the gas station. This man gets out of the car in the same clothes that he had on yesterday with a book bag. And he's like, hey, what's up? Smelling like weed. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Do you mind if we go to my house real quick? I got a shower, blah, blah, blah. I was like... What about the movie? I like, know Because
0: like, exactly, you, 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 <laughs> you know, at a certain point, you prepare your yes. mind. Like, what about the movie? And I was like, like um,
1: <laughs> I was like, okay, that's cool, I guess. So we go to his house. He puts on the movie first Sunday, I think, where they're mm-hmm. with Mike Epps or somebody, and they're stealing the the money from the church.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he puts that movie on. I kid you not, I watched half that movie. Wow. And he was getting ready. So then he came out and he was like, "Okay, where did you want to go eat?" I was like, "I was thinking PF Chang's." And he was like, "Oh, well, is Steak and Shake cool." <laughs> <laughs> I said,
0: "Wow, that brother that brother laid it out I on mean, the table right like there. He guess. Like, you I know, was like just going to Steak and Shake.
1: That's kind of thing. fine. <laughs> so then we go to Steak and Shake and then he proceeds to make fun of the way I eat my burger. He's like, "You so bougie, blah blah blah." Like I'm eating a burger. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, exactly. he was getting on my nerves. Right. And so then we went to the movie, and he tried to, like, put his arm around me and everything. And it was horrible. And then he had me drop him off somewhere that... I didn't even know yeah, and you I was drop like him off Whoa. At the trap
0: house basically. Probably.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> I think this I mean, I've like.
1: dated a couple wow. in my day so.
0: Wow, that is crazy. Suits. Yeah, I mean we we've all had some it interesting was awful. like I I I met a girl here um she was a Lithuanian girl, okay. you know what I mean? She was cool. I met her at the club. You know, I, I should have... I, <laughs> You're I don't getting the
1: girl, into them L.A. girls. Yeah, exactly. You, the facade. You caught yeah. by the facade. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so...
0: I don't think the best place to meet people is the club. Like, I, I think I knew that in the back of my mind. No. So I meet this girl at the club, you know, and it was crazy because we went out, um... The first time we went out was Valentine's Day. So it was like, we went out for sushi. And I'm like, dang, I I spent a little money, you know, I'm kind of regretting it now. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's how you got to do them, LA girls. That's what they expect.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So we go out and, uh, you know, hey, three or four dates. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, can I come up? You know, can we kick it? And she kept saying, oh, you know, I have a roommate that lives with me, you know, but You know, he doesn't like people to come over. So he's like, let me call him and ask him. And every time she would be like, oh, no, you know, um, you can't come up tonight because he's tripping. She's like, he's gay. You know, don't worry. Like, he's a gay guy. So what? So so I'm I'm like, Okay. I'm like, okay, (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. And then so we keep dating and, you know, we, we chill in the car, you know, a while and talk and. So then, after a while, I'm like, okay, let me, you know, let me, let me check her out. So I look on her Facebook, and then like it's this brother, like actually, she told me she was going to Las Vegas. I was like, oh, okay, you going to Vegas? Cool, I'll see you when you come back. So then I look on her Facebook, and it says, oh, in Vegas with Bay, and it's like some dude like with his shirt off kissing on her, and I was like, of okay, course. okay, there you go. It's like that makes sense why I can't go in there. Yeah. She lived with the dude, and then like I don't know if I don't know, but. After I looked at the picture, like, I tried to text her, you know, just to see what's up, say what's up, but no answer. So she must have known that, like— Yeah,
1: you figured it out. (laughs) And
0: her Facebook was locked. Like, I tried to check it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Girl, bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But that's enough of that relationship stuff. Um, There's some crazy stuff going on, like, in the news now. And all across my Facebook timeline, I see people talking about the election. And honestly, like, I'm— I don't know. I really yeah. don't know about this election. Me like, wh- what do you think? Like, who are you, who are you leaning towards? At least?
1: Well, I just took this little like online quiz, for, like who you side with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they asked like a series of questions, you know, um, with all the things up, all the topics, and I said I sided most with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I don't know either. I just, I'm honestly just very fearful. Exactly. about the future exactly and Exactly. i don't like yeah
0: whoever we vote with like does it really like is how how are they really going to impact yeah know? because you know we have to think about us let's yeah. be honest right you yeah. know our people like black people because of the state of what's going on yeah police brutality everything yeah. like that so it's like okay like who can we trust you know what i yeah. mean like because yeah. people will say oh hillary is my lady but She and Bill, like, they signed the crime bill that locked a whole bunch of brothers up. You know what I mean? It's like
1: give and take. Like, who can we trust? But I just—
0: But I'll tell you this. The one thing I like about Trump is that he's honest you know what I mean he's very honest because like as a politician you have to say what you can it's like yeah. as a politician you have to sugarcoat things he's not really a, a politician in theory he's just like yeah. A, yeah, he just yeah.
1: got money But exactly <laughs> he
0: just got money but he'll say he'll say what a lot of people are thinking yeah and so that's
1: like and it's crazy that a lot of people are thinking that
0: exactly because then you see yeah. these rallies you see like brothers getting like beat up and people getting thrown yeah. out and it's like okay like yeah. okay but I prefer that you know what I because it will wake a lot of people yeah. up and like okay Damn, this is really going on. Like, yeah. Yeah. But at the it's, same time, it's like it's a scare tactic yeah. to get people to vote. I'm wanna oh, vote Oh, you think it's a scare tactic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanna vote, but I don't know. Like yeah. I really don't know who to I
1: mean. I wanna vote. I'd probably grab an absentee ballot. That's absentee, t- yeah, from mm-hmm. Indy, but I just have my own. Thoughts about the government.
0: Exactly. 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 <laughs> I don't really I mean, I, I was I was happy when the brother Obama got in. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: no. We were at ball. I remember that, that was tight. Exactly. That was a great feeling.
0: I mean, um, I was crying. I was teared up. I was yeah. celebrating my apartment. I was riding around. Yeah. We were playing that Jeezy.
1: <laughs> my cousin really? did his blood. Oh, black. yeah. We had that yeah. on repeat that night. I was at the BSA night watch thingy. Oh yeah. Um yeah. but that blackish episode that just aired.
0: I haven't seen it. I gotta check it on uh, He on touches Hulu.
1: on um When Obama got elected and, like, the overall feel was, like, us as a people, like, we're excited, but it's, like, how long are we going to be excited? How long is this going to be ours? When Mm. are they going to take this? Away. Like, this great thing that this man accomplished, mm-hmm. like, in the back of our, of our minds, we're still fearful that yeah. it's not okay just because we have a black president now. You know, like, that doesn't mean any barriers were crossed. And,
0: and the thing is, like, you know, Obama's our president, but a lot of things he can't say because it's like, just think of, like, you know, yeah. when you're black and you're at work. Yeah. like Obama, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he can't, like, come out True. and say, damn, you know, like, he can't, like, yeah. nut up. I mean, maybe towards the end, you yeah. know, when he said, like, if folks want to pop off, you yeah, can tell, like...
1: Like, <laughs> like you should have been that way from the jump, exactly, because... Exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. But it's like, he at work, yeah. right? He's a yeah. brother at work, so he can't really say, like, anything yeah. he wants to say, you know what and I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I've never gotten too into politics. I feel like local elections matter more, like yeah, city council, like sense. things around your neighborhood.
1: Yeah. I always try to know what's going on, though. Like, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So. And then uh, and another thing that happened um, this week was uh, the Seattle Seahawks player, um, he, he peered through the glass. I forget his name. Um, so he was basically, he was peering through the glass of a local gym because what he does is— um, He does boot camps, like, all across the country to help get people in shape, like, on the off-season. So he... He was standing outside, like, looking at the property, trying to, you know, scope it out and get a phone number. So the employees, the white employees there, called the cops on him. Of course, they're like, oh, there's this brother. Get on a hoodie. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, there's is brother out here. And it's, like, trying to, you know, like, we're scared. We don't know what to think. There's usually a lot of heroin addicts around there. And this is, like, a polished yeah. brother. Like, he's, like, you know, educated and everything like that. And it kind of takes me back to, like, what Kanye said, like, even if you're in the bands, like, you know, yeah. you still— It's probably not your coo- bands. They probably don't think it's <laughs> your bands. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, like, have you ever, like, you know— There's something that I hate, like, you know, when you go into the store. Like, have you ever experienced anything like that? Like, when you go into the store and people are looking yeah. at you and—
1: uh, Yeah, following you around. Um, I was actually— A minute, well, before I shaved my head, I was doing, like, crochet braids and mm-hmm. stuff. And I did this afro. I was trying to find a job and the sign clearly hiring retail. I have thousands of years of retail experience, mm. but she was like looking at my afro like it was throwing her off like and I could tell, like sometimes you can just tell um but she wasn't feeling it. She wasn't feeling me. Like you can tell when So she but had she tried with. to
0: sugarcoat it though.
1: Yeah, she was like, "Okay, we'll call you back, but
0: hmm.
1: it's like, little instances like that. But then you always have those instances where you're in, like, a predominantly, I guess, non-black area.
0: Right, like predominantly black
1: area. <laughs> and you see somebody else, and you, you, like, you, like, you notice their eyes perk up, too, and yeah. your eyes are like, oh, yeah. man, I yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the weirdest experiences like that, I was, like, in the—of all places, I was, like, in the— uh the bookstore, you know what I mean? I was in the bookstore, and I was just looking at books. So I'm in the bookstore, you know, looking at different books, and, like, I'm just, I'm there with the book bag. So then this girl, like, she comes right next to me and starts acting like she's organizing the books, you know what I mean? So I'm like, ah, these are, like, the kind of things we yeah. have to deal with. And it's like... You know when people ask you for help in the store, it's like kind of hard because yeah. you don't know if they're being genuine yeah. or they're yeah. just trying to, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I guess yeah. like these are just the kind of things that we deal with. But yeah, it's like
1: I, I'm actually working on a a written post for my website mm-hmm. about my experiences being a black girl mm-hmm. in L. A. Mm-hmm.
0: There's not a lot of us in L. A. You realize that
1: they're in different areas and they're. It's weird.
0: I can count all the areas on my hands. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I've
1: actually noticed my area, Woodland Hills. I've been there for about three years, and mm-hmm. I've noticed, like, more black people in the area. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm working on that post with, like, different things. Like, people telling me my hair is fun. I'm at this—I'm a supervisor at a boutique, and I met this Armenian mom and daughter, and the daughter was looking for New Year's outfits, but the mom was, like, so upset with the daughter. And she was like, my daughter wants to be a black girl.
0: Oh, so you, you met the Kardashians, basically. That's what you're saying. So you <laughs> an but Armenian was, mom and daughter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but she was like, she said, my daughter Googled, what do black women wear on New Year's Eve? And she was trying to find outfits. She was like, there's a little black and Armenian girl in her school. She befriended her. Um, She likes... She wants to have DJ Mustard at her birthday party. Like, she just tries to learn black culture and suck it up. She was like, she just wants to be you. And the little girl was just, like, so embarrassed. But... Wow. It's like... I don't... I was trying to decide, like, how I felt about it. Like, it's cool that, you know, I guess she likes you know, the swag of a black woman. But it's kinda like, girl, you need to love yourself. Like be happy. Be proud being Armenian. Be proud being who you are.
0: Exactly.
1: And so that just kinda sucks. So it's weird like how I feel about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. It sucks it sucks that kinda like how like people can take black culture black culture and make millions off of it. You know what I mean? Because there's plenty of like Popping black girls, they could they could have had TV yeah. shows. Like personally, yeah. I I think the Murphy family is beautiful.
1: I love them too. I think they're all I gorgeous. Them on Instagram, exactly all like
0: Bria, Mur- like yeah. all of them. I'm like, hmm, yeah. why don't, don't they have a reality yeah. show? But then you see the Kardashians, they yeah, make millions. And then
1: know. I'm like, why is Rihanna? Why are Rihanna and Beyonce the only like big black girl singers that we have right now? Exactly. They've been in the game for so long. Like where's everyone else? Exactly. And I've actually been seeking out more black girl artist. And I have, oh my gosh, I've been listening to some great music. And I'm just like excited for the future because I hope that they actually come
0: out with it. What I'm planning to do is uh, I'm planning to have like a black girl magic episode. You know what I mean? Because like there's a whole bunch of sisters I see like that from Detroit that are doing great things you know around here. So, you know, I'll bring you back in here for a black girl magic episode. We, you know, have a nice little, (laughs) (laughs) nice little setting. Um, Yeah. And then another thing that happened in the news, uh, the cop from uh, Sandra Bland Got fired, okay. Yeah, the the captain was in the Sandra Bland yeah. case, but I'm like, okay, like what is that? You know what I yeah. mean? Like he didn't get fired. he, like, he got fired, but you know, not yeah. locked up. You know what I yeah. mean? Is that True. supposed to, like? A lot of times, like, people in those positions, they get transferred. You know what I mean? So he probably get fired, and he'll get yeah. another job somewhere they'll else. they'll
1: probably hire him in a couple years when it dies down. Anyway. Exactly. Like- <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>, they'll <it's laughs> so a- be like, actually, we're going to say we're going to fire you, but you're just going to be <laughs> on, like, a one-year leave, and we'll see how everything... Exactly. <laughs> people are still talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then... Um- there's, I don't know, this this is not really that relevant, but the brother Jamie Foxx has been uh, with Katie Holmes for a while, and they've been...
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> I just bo- saw Katie Holmes. Really? Yes, I saw her and Suri and...
0: Typical L.A. The
1: Zara... <laughs> I, I don't know how to pronounce the little black girl's name. But
0: that, it was in Woodland Hills. Isn't that
1: Angelina? Angelina has Zara. No, she... Katie... No, she had... Maybe they... Maybe mixing they up, was we're mixing with, up the black kids. No. So Surrey was with that little girl. Maybe oh, okay, they were they're hanging friends. out together. Okay, they're friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, but
1: that's that, crazy. But yeah, I saw Katie Holmes Yeah, that's, just
0: that's recently. <laughs> I don't know, this seems like a weird relationship, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you they're bro,
1: you get older and different things attract you. I think Katie Holmes is pretty, I think. Yeah, yeah. no, she is, I mean, she
0: is, yeah. you know. I mean, Tom Cruise was jumping on the couch for her, so obviously, <laughs> yeah. he knows she's got some good qualities, yeah. you know. That's but, cool
1: for Jamie.
0: Yeah, I heard think? she's pregnant too, so I'm by
1: like, Jamie Foxx, yeah.
0: That's what people are saying, and they've been wearing rings all around town, you know? Oh, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's <laughs> like,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we went through a lot of things, and kind of what I want to have on the structure of this show is uh, at the end of the show, towards the end of the show, I'd like to have, like, a goal of the week. So, okay. Brittany, what is your goal of the week?
1: For... The upcoming week or, like... Yeah,
0: the upcoming week. Because mm. this is this what I'm going to do every episode. I'm going to ask people, like, what their goal for the week yeah. is. Because it's important to set goals. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. um I think my goal for this week coming up... actually have some goals for my blog. I'm just figuring out ways to promote it more. Mm-hmm. Just becoming... Just learning. I'm trying to teach myself how to be, like... Social media marketing for myself, I guess. So that's my goal this week is to figure that out. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Um, my goal for this week is to get like a logo for this podcast and to have this episode like mixed and mastered okay. and ready to be put on iTunes like a week from today. Oh,
2: so, my gosh. so you can
0: hold me to it. So, you know, text me like, yo, Cowboy, where's oh my the episode gosh, at? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so crazy. yeah, I mean, um, you know, thanks for coming to the show. Thanks That's for having me. One. Yeah, I
1: appreciate
0: it. I'm gonna have cool. you back on here. You know, I like this. This is a good okay. conversation. I think we got some good chemistry yeah, here. Yeah, we, we do. We got some
1: opinions. Yeah,
0: we definitely <laughs> do have opinions. And uh, that was episode one of Strangers with Angles with Cowboy and Britt. Hey. Have a good one. <laughs>